Hey, let's talk Gillette. Welcome to Let's Talk Gillette. I'm sitting down, well, I'm on a phone call today with artist Eric Dowdle. Eric Dowdle is an American painter and creator of folk art. And according to this, you've sold 30 million puzzles based on 400 pieces of your artwork. Isn't that crazy? 30 million puzzles. I, I, every time I hear it, I, I kind of go, are you sure? But yeah, that's the number. That's a lot of puzzles. It is. Yeah, so I guess to start with, can you tell us a little bit about how you became an artist and a little bit about what you do? Well, I think being an artist, first of all, I think everyone's an artist in some fashion. doesn't matter if you're building or you're a doctor or lawyer, doesn't it? There's an art to whatever it is that you're doing. And so as a kid, you know, I would look at the wall and I would think, you know, I don't want to do a painting. I mean, when I say kid, I was three or four years old, but I, I thought that everybody thought the way I did. So it, I didn't think of myself as an artist till later on in my life when I, I found that I really enjoyed it more so than my friends or my brothers. I'm from a large family, 12 kids. And so to get my parents' attention, you know, you'll do anything. And I would draw a picture and they would be like, oh, that's nice. Go do another one. And so I would. Anything to get mom to say, hey, good job. But really, it wasn't until I moved to Green River, Wyoming, that I got an art teacher in high school. His name is Rudy Gunner. And what made him great as a teacher is he unleashed everybody with their potential. I mean, he, he could have been a world-renowned artist himself. And frankly, I think he is because he's taught thousands of people and he's left his, put his fingerprint on their lives in that he's inspired them. So he inspired me to be the best artist I could be. And uh, yeah, it just kind of naturally happened. I wanted to go into business. I wanted to be a professional athlete. And but after time, and it was and I started right away, I didn't go and pursue another career. I went right into art. And at age 21, I was full time artist. And I think I oftentimes say I wasn't smart enough to know that I could fail at being an artist. Because it's hard. Oh, yeah. It's not a common field. And I, I learned later that I had a better chance of becoming a professional athlete. But if you've seen me run, you'd realize, no, you need to be an artist. And why, why puzzles? Uh, what attracts you to, to making puzzles as an art form? Well, I'd like to say it was a grand plan. And then I was sitting around <laughs> going, that's where it's at, puzzles. But, you know, overall, an artist wants people to see what they're creating. I mean, it's like a chef. Make something that people enjoy and put it in front of them and have them enjoy it. So an artist, you know, you want people to look and notice your art. And years ago, long before television, uh, you know, art was, was television. You invite people over for a half hour conversation around a painting. That's how it was in the, in the 1800s or whatever, in, in the early 1900s. Uh, but then television came, uh, more exciting entertainment it was around us and we walk down a hall nowadays and we barely notice the art on the walls. Uh, it's, it, we just cruise right past it. A puzzle is three to 10 hours of engagement where you're studying and looking at the painting. You're, you're taking it in. You'll, you'll never look at a painting or a piece of art longer and more than when you're doing a puzzle. So it was really an accidental discovery for me to find that I could tell a story in a painting and, and keep people for a long period of time and hopefully entertain them in the process with fun things in the painting, interesting, funny, historical, educational, all of it. I want to put all of that in one piece. Sure. Yeah, I can definitely see that in, uh, 
you know, your, your, your artwork is so detailed. It's really great to be able to, you know, sit down and really find all of those details because you have to look at every single piece. Yeah. I, and again, like I said, it's a glorious accident. I tell my kids all the time, just do what you love and, and put you into it and it will be different and unique if, if that's how you approach whatever it is you do. And like I said, everything has an art component. Uh, here we are on a, on a radio show, the art of conversation, yeah. the art of entertainment. It's all going on around us at all times. And, and I, I guess if we approached education from that perspective, we would grasp how important it is to have the arts in our school. And it feels like Gillette has embraced that. I mean, I, for a small town, I don't know the, the economics of Gillette so much, but there is capital being put towards the arts in Gillette. And, and you can feel it when you arrive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, we've definitely got lots of art in public places and, you know, art programs at all the schools. And people don't realize how much of an effect that will have on the youth, mm -hmm. the, the kids. They'll, they'll just naturally see a piece of art and it creates or causes thoughts to take place i mean our our competition today is mental real estate there's so much going on right. we're just trying to get a sliver of a person's mental time in the area of creation and that's what art does all right so looking at the at the puzzles one of the things that you do is you make puzzles for cities that's what you're doing for the city of gillette is you've designed a puzzle you know using elements of of the city of gillette a puzzle to represent the city of Gillette. Can you talk a little bit about the, the process for that? Sure. And I appreciate you asking it that way because every city is different, but I do approach them all similarly in the sense that I'm trying to tell a, a complete story of past and present. I, I want to pay respects to what built a place. And then I want it to be recognizable to anybody who visits it today. And so I do a lot of photos. I, I talk to a lot of people. I ask them questions. What do you love about your town? Where should I eat? What should I do? Where should I go? And uh, what's great about a small town like Gillette is that there's not an overwhelming amount of activity in the sense that everybody knows what's great in Gillette. So you get a common thread where you know where to go and what to do and what to eat. And it, you get similar answers from everybody you talk to. You can go to a big city like Chicago and you'll never get the same answer. In Gillette, you get the same answer. And that's what I love about a small town, which makes and gives a place like that just a more cohesive feeling. And, and, and I steal cities. I, I, I try and take that feeling and put it into the painting. And Gillette, as sprawled out and as open as it is, it's tight. The people are tight. They know each other. And it is nice people. Now, I might be biased. I grew up in Wyoming. And that's just the way Wyoming people are. We're hardy. We're not afraid to work. Cold weather is, doesn't scare us off. Hot weather doesn't wear us down. We, we just, I don't know. There's a feeling of uh, just strong people in Gillette. And I, and I love telling that in my stories All right. or in the paintings, especially. Oh yeah. All right. And so what inspiration specifically did you use to capture Gillette? You know, you talk to people, what, I guess, what were some of the standouts there? Well, the first standout was uh, last time I was in Gillette, I was in high school 
that's where the art competition was for the Wyoming school systems. Oh, sure. And Gillette was smaller than Green River back then. And so to arrive in Gillette and to see how much it had grown, I was blown away. I, and to see the sprawling uh, growth and the houses and the architecture and, and the vibrant enthusiasm. At first, it was like, okay, why has Gillette grown I mean, it's tripled its population compared to Green River. What caused that? What what was it? And and part of it was the energy explosion, but it's also just the the climate. It's it's not. I mean, it's it's a rough climate, but it's it's comfortable. Oh, the summers in Gillette are as good as they get. Put that on a bumper sticker, by the way. It's uh, I wanted to approach it from that perspective. Answer that question: Why are people flocking to Gillette? And by the time I was done with the painting, it was a few reasons. One, it's, it's embracing the future, the sports programs, the youth activities, the college, uh, and of course, the energy businesses that allows people to, to grow in their careers and actually stay in town after they graduate. You know, a lot of people I mean, in a small town, and I think Green River's like this, they export people. Mm-hmm. Gillette imports people. They, they grow them and keep them. And that's a testament to a city that says a lot about their mentality and their prospects. So I wouldn't be surprised if Gillette was uh, the largest city in Wyoming in the future. Yeah, we've definitely grown a lot and continue to grow. And that's that's uh, 100% the goals. So, okay. You've done puzzles of lots and lots of different places. You know, I, I flipped through the, the website a little bit and I saw... All kinds of cities, national parks, you know, places in other countries. Do any of those stand out as a, a particular favorite? Uh, that, that's a great question. I asked my mom that, you know, with 12 kids, which one's your favorite? Oh, she's yeah. like, love the, one you're, love the one you're with, you know, wherever you're at. And there is some truth to that. But, you know, now after 400 different cities and places, if I'm with somebody, a significant other, Martha's Vineyard, Paris, but if I want adventure... Uh, I love uh, Africa. Uh, I've been to Kenya quite a few times, and that's not for the faint of heart. You're not going there for relaxation. You're going there because you're going to learn something. I love sports, so I, I go to a lot of different. I've painted some football stadiums, and anytime you can get the enthusiasm of a game well played. I was at a Michigan Ohio State game, and there's nothing like that experience. I really enjoy Hong Kong. I enjoyed going to. Amsterdam. Uh, and then Yellowstone is as wide open and as beautiful as you can get. Banff, Canada, another one of my favorites. It really is endless. I, I, I like them all in different ways. Sure. But if I'm with a significant other holding hands, looking at them, I love Martha's Vineyard and Prince Edward Island and Victoria. Those are my favorites. All right, perfect. And you're also coming to Gillette next week to do an unveiling of your puzzle for us. I am. Can you tell us a little bit about what's going to to go on at that event? Well, a couple things. America in 2026 is turning 250. And so we're helping prepare America for its birthday, for its uh, celebration. And if you look on the website, America 250, you'll see that they're really wanting us we're wanting the country to, to celebrate diversity. And, and I approach diversity different, where I go, character is the most important part, because when you have great character, you have civility. And when you have civility, well, then diversity works. Because if you can't get along, diversity doesn't work. And 
our message to everybody when it comes to a puzzle is that everybody's different. Every piece has a, a place, but you're unique and you're essential. And when you come to the event, you'll see different people come up to this unveiling. First of all, we unveiled the original, but we unveil an eight by 10 huge puzzle that we leave to the city to put up somewhere in the town as a America 250 kind of monument. But people will come up and give a little bit of background information where they get to tell their story or what we tell their story and they put their puzzle piece in. And by the time you're done, you realize it all comes together and it works. It's a collective soul. And, and by the time you're done, a painting, a puzzle, all of it works in harmony. And that's really what we, what we try and tell in our story of our unveiling. We also focus on that there's no missing pieces. There's nothing worse than doing a thousand piece puzzle and having only 999. All of a sudden that one piece is essential. And, and we approach our cities the same way, our, our families. You know, you, everybody matters. Everybody's important. And that's our story. And so as America grows and as we uh, develop, yes, diversity is our strength as long as we are civil and kind and respectful to one another. And the West really has a feel of that, but I find it everywhere, all over the world. So at this event, you're gonna see a depiction of Gillette, its stories, its history, its memories, and then we're gonna get to all of us together, see what matters to us in this painting and find ourselves in Gillette. All right. Yeah, definitely something to look forward to. That's all part of the City Festival next Friday, September 15th at four at Gillette College, and you can come out and see food vendors, bounce houses, face painting, pets from the animal shelter, and police and fire department vehicles you can get a good look at. And then at 4.30, there will be a magician, Byron Gray, uh, just before the big puzzle unveil at 5.30. That is correct. I can't wait. I'm excited. And if people want more information on the City Festival and puzzle unveiling, they can check the City website and Facebook page. Is there anything else you'd like to, to share with us before we wrap up? Well, I, I am excited about getting up there. I look forward to meeting the people. I, uh, for those who I've already spoke to, thanks. I want to thank them for participating. Anybody who's wondering whether or not you have a good city council or good leadership in your, in your local government, you, one of the best I've ever met with, uh, outstanding people real public servants and that can be rare in some occasions but uh you just have a fantastic leadership group right there in gillette and i've been thrilled to tell people about it too i love to brag about other cities gillette's not a hard one to brag about oh good well thank you and and thank you so much for for joining us for let's talk gillette today well thanks for having me. good talking to you jason let's talk gillette is a production of gillette public access television and the city of gillette for more information on city operations, visit the city's website, GilletteWY.gov, or follow the City of Gillette on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram.